Hey listeners, so I wanted to take advantage of this time to actually share a series of audios we recorded. It's all about passive income. So this is not regular wine and real estate, but it's all passive income. TFSAs, RRSPs, uh, registered funds, lines of credit, uh, creating an ebook, all kinds of different techniques, even crypto mining. So all kinds of ideas we wanted to share with you. So you'll see it's a series of snippets, short videos we recorded, and now we've pulled the audio for your convenience and I hope you enjoy this. And that's it. Stay tuned for more passive income. Hello, everyone. Yes, welcome uh, all of our Facebook followers and other people who are going to be watching this video later. So Jennifer wanted to say hi. Usually I never let yeah, you say hi. Totally cuts me off. Anyway, I'm excited about today and about the next 14 days because we're going to be talking about passive income. So the next 14 days is 14 days of passive income. And that's something that we use a lot in our business to help uh, other people um, gain freedom and um, just really obtain their dreams. Yes, and work with what you've got. So my shirt is all bundled <laughs> up, but anyway. Nobody's looking at your shirt. Yeah, don't look at my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, now that you said no, don't look at your shirt. Yeah, don't look at it. So we're going to have some wine, of course. It's a bit, mm -hmm. a little bit early, but it's okay. It's just a little bit before dinner. It's not so bad. It's COVID dinner. <laughs> so we're talking about passive income because one, it's something that we use a lot in our business to help other people and to help grow our business. Yes. And secondly, um, most Canadians don't have any retirement funds. 91% of Canadians will not have any money to retire on. So. so I think that it's really important and I think that nowadays life is expensive and I think that it's important to have other streams of income than just your 9 to 5 because um, you can only do so much. There's only so many hours in a day and I don't know about you guys but I can only work so many hours. <laughs> that's it. So that's why you need multiple streams of income. And uh, actually experts say up to 10. So how many are we at now? <laughs> I don't know, but it's not 10, that's for sure. We're not at 10 yet. <laughs> so one of them is like rental income. So we talk a lot about real estate, investing in real estate. So yeah, that's, that's awesome, that's great. Yes, except I really, like a, the government really does consider rental income properties to be passive, passive. income. But it is anything from passive because yeah. we really are working at it a lot. So that I don't really consider passive income no. and we won't be mentioning that in the next 14 days because like I said, I think it's active income because you're really hustling your butt off. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more of a tax thing, just they call it passive so they can charge more but anyway. <laughs> but I, like our accountant says, if you pay more income tax you should be happy because that means you're making more money. So. There you go. We should yeah. be really happy. Yeah, you're, you're blessed that you have enough that you can give more. So Yeah, so for people who are watching, what is passive income? Yes, true passive income. So like we mentioned, yes, real estate, it's sort of passive. Yeah. Like sometimes it's good, yeah. But also you can have some real, real passive income. So, uh, and something we want to tie in with this is why. Why would you want passive income? So like we've mentioned, uh, retirement, yes. Uh, job security, so I'm sure a lot of people can speak to this right now. It's, these are kind of uncertain times, so job security is its a lot harder to come across. I know um, a lot of government jobs are more secure, but it's not like that everywhere. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. in the private sector it's been up and down up and down and having the freedom if you want to change jobs if you want to change careers always knowing that you have some passive income coming in that can kind of keep you afloat or that you're putting towards a dream or a goal yes so true passive income is income you earn while you sleep so the very wealthy that's what they do they they, get, they earn money when they do nothing so how can you achieve that that sounds a bit elusive and that's what we want to discuss sounds pretty lofty yeah it sounds quite lofty <laughs> when i have a beauty nap so i have to maintain these cheeks we don't do that very cheeks. nice we no. don't do that very often i mean <laughs> but we should uh, and we should be earning money when we're sleeping so that's what we want to teach you how how we're earning money while we sleep and we're also going to learn through this so a lot of these actually on my list i'm really excited uh some of them I'm actually learning right now and we'll start applying. So we'll be able to share with you how it's going. Obviously not in the 14 days, but afterwards we'll have to give you updates on how that's going. Yes, absolutely. So do we want to give some examples of passive income? Write an ebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's lots of examples and we're going to be going over them over the next 14 days. Yes. Um, but I think that it's really just important to touch on what it is. So yeah. it really is just um, something in which you put little or or no effort or work at the beginning. very beginning. And then afterwards you have a steady income stream coming from uh, that money or effort or work. So like, a, like a building a class or a mentoring program that's pre-recorded. Uh, so yes, you do, you do put in some effort there. Like you have to think about your plan. How do you... How are you going to teach it, deliver it? There is some effort. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one example. But there's several levels of passive income. So there are some that require little to no work or effort. And then you get passive income afterwards. Or there are some, like you said, the, the master class or yeah. writing a ebook or whatever it is. That requires some work. Yes. And then the work kind of ends and... <laughs> And then the income comes in. Yeah, so it's like fruit of your work. <laughs> kind of like front loaded. So you put in all the effort and then you reap the harvest. So mm -hmm. it's really cool. Um, you can lend your line of credit or uh, become a private lender. That's really passive income. Yes. Because what you, you meet. So by, that's an example that's more passive than the other where yeah. you actually do do some work. And you lend money that you don't actually have. That's the best part. So the whole OPM, other people's money. Well, you're actually lending other mm -hmm. people's money and you're making money off of it, so it's crazy. Well, there's a million and one, one things that can be done. Yeah. But I think that that's what, one of the things that we'll be touching on over the next 14 days and I'm very excited about it um, because like we said, we use uh, passive income to build our business. It's yeah. uh, something that we uh, work with daily. We work with all kinds of people who have all kinds of dreams, whether it's retiring early or if they want to get that one big ticket item or maybe uh, go on a vacation when, when they can after COVID is over in 2040. No. <laughs> <laughs> 2040. Wow. That's positive. <laughs> no. Or safe for their kids or grandkids or whatever it is. Everybody has their reason, their why. Um, or maybe it's just they want to make sure that they have enough money uh, they don't want to have to worry about it. When you go to the grocery store, you don't look at the prices. You just buy. Put things you back want. in the. <laughs> <laughs> We've done that before when we were oh, man. younger, starting out. You're like, oh my goodness, I almost need a calculator to make sure I don't go over my budget when I'm yeah. doing the groceries. They actually had those for a little while. The in the handle, they had a little calculator. Oh, I remember that. Yes. yes. 
There you go. Anyway, just to say that there's many reasons why I think that people should want to have passive income and could have passive income. Yeah, and multiple streams of income. So we're really excited to start on this journey. Mm -hmm. Uh, stay tuned every day we're gonna come on live um, not sure what time it depends on Jennifer's schedule she needs yeah, more passive so... income <laughs> yes. <laughs> well and also over these next 14 days if, if anyone has questions about passive income or they want to learn more about one of the topics that we talk about don't be afraid to reach out to us yes yeah, send us a message send us a message we'll be more than happy to happy happy and helping <laughs> <laughs> happy to help um, just give you information about whatever you're trying to, to find out and there's tons of information as well on, on the web yeah yeah but good information is hard to come across yeah. like I did a lot of research on the passive income I'm like oh god my goodness the ebook thing start selling things open an Amazon shop I'm like nah, that's not so passive so I found some truly passive income mm -hmm. sources and um, then some are less passive but sometimes it's fun like I'm really enjoying now I'm doing a little bit of coaching and mm -hmm. a few different things that's not passive it's semi-active but it's still fun and like this marketing here uh, that's fun and semi-passive we're enjoying a glass of wine and yes yeah mm -hmm. we get to try new wines all the time and wine and real estate uh, our podcast so monetizing that as well that's kind of passive income we're already doing it yes and then we're earning some income through something we were doing anyway so mm -hmm. that's sort of passive in a way so yeah, yeah. so i think exactly. that's it for tonight great well this so, not even evening but <laughs> no so it's thursday enjoy a glass of wine and yes. uh, sit back relax you guys want to listen to us for the next 14 days talking about passive income and how it may be able to help you your family somebody you know yeah so think about your why what do you want to do uh why are you like you're short on money what's going on and uh, we're going to teach you ways to help uh with that and of course do your due diligence do your research we're not accountants we're not lawyers financial planners yeah we're just sharing what we <laughs> know our experience yeah our really. experience and we hope we can help you but yes of course do your research uh that's something we should add to our list is especially if we get into private lending and stuff is um, how to vet the people you're gonna lend to mm -hmm. so you want good borrowers and you want to be a good lender so I had a discussion with one of our private lenders how to be a good lender because it goes both ways it's a two-way street you don't want a lender that's well, it's a relationship that's it yeah. and that's what matters above all is the relationships not the money of course yeah there's money involved and all that but it's more their relationships. So. Well, it's nice getting to know like all the people that in, that invest with us and work with us, and and see what they're doing in their lives and where their backgrounds yeah. are. Some of them have really interesting day jobs, or they had interesting day jobs, or they just have other things that they know that we have never learned about. No, that's it. And we learn so much through all those people. So it's a great way of forming relationships and win-win solutions. So. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Yeah, we can't wait to take you on this journey. So that's it till tomorrow. Salud, bonne yes, soirée. Chin chin. <laughs>Hey, future investors and freedom seekers. I'd like to introduce you to a key member of my power team, Dahlia Barsoom from Streetwise Mortgages. Dahlia and her team have been helping Jennifer and I acquire several properties with the help of their excellent advice and planning. 
If you're looking to scale your portfolio or you're just getting started, I highly recommend you reach out to Streetwise Mortgages. They will help you build your file so that you can be approved for multiple mortgages and grow rapidly. You can reach Streetwise Mortgages at 1-800-208-6255, 1-800-208-6255, or by visiting streetwisemortgages.com. Thank you. And we're live. There you go. Hello. Bonjour. Yes. Hello, everybody. We're very excited to be on again today. So day two of our 14 days of passive income. And I'm actually going to be learning with you guys today because I'm not too sure exactly what this one is. So that's already a good start. There you go. That's the goal of um, this. these 14 days is actually uh, to teach, but also to learn. So like my 40 days of uh, positivity, it was quite selfish, so I wanted to, to be more positive. And if you ask my wife and kids, they're going to tell you I really needed it <laughs> badly. And it actually kind of got worse and worse at the end. I just needed to... Um, anyway, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> get a nice... <laughs> anyway, so passive income now. So we think it's a great topic. Uh, you're supposed to earn money while you sleep. So but I think it's so important now, especially with COVID, people who maybe don't have the job, the security that they used to have, or there's just, it's so important. Yeah, well, you need multiple streams of income, especially job, job insecurity, uh, no matter what you work in, even like hairdressers and uh, beauty salons. My dad always said people always need a haircut. Uh, that's never gonna go out of business. Well, it's been we very rough. We couldn't get our rough. hair cut. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have this puffy, weird hair. But Jennifer was very nice. I and did. Cut I my did hair. trim it a little bit because I was tired of him. Yeah, it was just getting worse and worse. There so, you go. That's gonna be my next stream of income. If anybody wants a haircut, call. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't look too close though. <laughs> we need to blend and blend. Anyway, that's okay. <laughs> So, but even um, like a barber does need a, a secondary source of income. And um, yeah, so how can you achieve that? And today I wanted to talk about automation, outsourcing and other uh, ideas using technology or hiring people to earn income. And then it's kind of a pyramid. So you earn money off of them, but you're not taking advantage. You're helping people. Mm -hmm. So I'm very fortunate. I have a virtual assistant in the Philippines. Hello, MJ. Maybe mm -hmm. you're watching it right now. Uh, so it's wonderful. MJ is really helping me uh, increase our reach on social media. And she's probably going to complain about the lighting. But anyway, that's okay. We have a few lights on, MJ. I know. Sorry. I don't know what's going on. It's dark. <laughs> but we're using the computer, so we should probably invest in a webcam. Anyway, but we did get a nice talking mic. about income and not about expenses. <laughs> I'm more about spending and Jennifer's about income. So. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so you get a virtual assistant who can help you automate some of your tasks. Uh, so MJ does part of, of the work that I do, di different things like sending out emails. Maybe she'll pre-format things for me. Uh, so for me, it's good, but it's not really generating income directly. But think about your business or whatever you do. Is there a way that the VA could in increase your reach and increase the work that you do? And then you could earn some income off of that. That's one way of, of doing it. So outsourcing, mm -hmm. not automating. Automating, so it's I love... It's kind of like scaling up because if you can 
get more hours in the day, then you can obviously make more money. Yeah, while you nap and sleep, or while you're cutting my hair, maybe you were earning some money. <laughs> so, yeah, because you didn't pay. That's it, I didn't pay, so you had to get paid somewhere else. <laughs> no tip, nothing. Because inflation, people don't realize, but inflation, let's say you got money and you do like our grandmas used to do, they'd stuff it under a mattress, then inflation would eat it. So yes, it was safe under the mattress, but inflation... But it's probably better than in the bank right now. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could heat your house. No, it's plastic money now. You can't heat your house with it. You can't burn it. Oh, yeah, no. So anyway, we're being really silly today. It's yes. Friday. We're very excited about the weekend. Yes, um, and it's been 22 years since our first date today. Yes, 22 anyway, years of love oh. and automation oh, I don't know and about passive that. income. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, we, yeah, you should show them uh, the, the card I got you for the 22 years because it's like um, almost a little story and a lot of it shows how it was not passive. Yes. Moving from house to house, doing different things, house hacking, uh, slow uh, flips. The and renovations that we've done. Anyway, all, all that the fun stuff, which is not passive at all. It's not passive income. But anyway. No, but imagine though if you had a virtual assistant helping you analyze deals. So you set up criteria, mm. uh, you use a document, and then that person can help you gather some of that information. So it's not direct income, but you're multiplying your efforts uh, with relative ease. And yeah, it's quite oh, nice. I guess that makes sense. Automation. Yes. I love Calendly. So oh, automation. Yes, you should get into that. It's fun. <laughs> so you get a robot, a chatbot, or Calendly, so it's a very easy tool. I'm sure you understand Calendly. Yes. Okay, you've used it for accountant. So uh, for me as well, I do uh, some coaching sessions or different calls. So to keep it easy and simple, I just send people the link and then they book the time that, that's convenient for them. So you're so not like, wasting time going back and forth. Exactly. So then instead of 30 emails to find a time that, that's suitable, I send the Calendly link and then I use that time to earn some money. So That's there you go. That's actually a really good one. Yeah. So I don't, I have to do more research about more automation. Uh, yes, chatbots. So when you have a website, it's great to have a chatbot to answer some of the most frequently asked questions. Uh, for example, like us investing, then maybe we could say like passive income and then the chatbot would come up with some videos and different things so that's something we're looking Some at those aren't very good though <laughs> the videos or no, the chatbots <laughs> okay. well that's it you have to get the right one but yes. some of them are good and will help you uh, grow and scale mm -hmm. uh what other kinds of automation could we think of i don't know you said 90 percent off your activity yeah so i was reading a lot on this topic and is there a way you can turn your business or whatever you're doing into something that's more passive? So yes, there's passive income from day one, but you can also find ways to um, change your work and make it more passive. Hmm. So yeah, even for real estate, I mean, you can delegate, that's one thing. And then if you structure it well enough, then because you're delegating, then you can focus on where you add the most value. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But yeah, and more research is required. So if you guys have suggestions or ideas for more automation, more delegation, we're all ears. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> <also loves> that. <laughs> yes, I love delegating. <laughs> but it's not easy. 
Because when you delegate, you need like a really clear action plan, step by step. Here's the procedure. Here's how you're going to do this. Uh, so standard operating procedures, uh, things like that, which Jennifer is actually good at. Maybe I should get you to do the standard operating procedures. It wouldn't be as cheap as MJ. No, I know. But I mean, <laughs> but then you have the guide and then a virtual assistant can help you. Yes, that's right. And do that. So you need someone that's able to go back and see like how can I do this step by step and really break it down mm -hmm. so because like MJ she's she's not from this field she's not from Canada uh, she's not in real estate investing yet so eventually I do want her to buy her own building so <laughs> if you're listening MJ you're gonna buy a building soon <laughs> <laughs> so yeah because for it to create create this passive wealth and generational wealth so you can have uh, another stream of income. So if you're sick or something, then you still have money coming in. You, you're not relying on government or pensions or mm -hmm. things that are not as stable as we've seen lately. So That's so true. Well, that's great. Well, I think that's it for day two of passive income. So we'll see you guys again tomorrow, day three. We're going to be talking about um, RSP mortgages. Yeah, that's fun. That's a great topic, and yeah, it's very it's timely. One that, yeah, it's actually one that we use a lot in our business. Yes, mm -hmm. how to like different things to consider before ju jumping on to this, uh, before lending your RSPs, which a lot of people don't know, but you can actually lend well, it. Don't give them away. No, I know. Thing for tomorrow. <laughs> it's the automation, the chatbot starting. But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, enjoy the rest of your Friday. Yes, that's it for today. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. Are you a new or aspiring real estate investor? Do you like the content we've been sharing? Are you ready to take action but you're not sure how to get started? We now offer one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. Send us an email at flhomescorp at gmail.com to book a free discovery call today. We look forward to meeting you. Hello everyone. Oui, bonjour tout le monde. So today we're going live. It's day three of our 14-day passive income, uh, I guess, challenge or discussion. Yeah, anyway, we're chatting for 14 days about passive income. It's something that we use a lot in our real estate investing business. And I think that we want to help people and just make people aware of the different types of passive income streams that there are out there. Yeah. So This one excites me because it is one that we use uh, and we have used in our real estate investing yes. adventures. <laughs> Absolutely. And what's exciting too, it's uh, very uh, timely. So right now people are talking about RSPs, so registered funds, uh, RRSPs or REER en français. Uh, so using your registered funds to create a second mortgage. So a lot of people don't know you can have self-directed funds. So t even TFSAs, RRSPs, uh, RESPs, and we're going to cover that in more uh, in more detail in the next few days. But today our focus is RESP, so registered, no, no, RRSPs, sorry, registered retirement savings plans. Mm -hmm. And yes, you can go to the bank, you can just open up an account and then choose your risk level and all that fun stuff. And then usually, what's the result, Jennifer? We've had a few of those. Yeah, so we used to have uh, RRSPs. And in those RSPs, we actually lost money. Uh, and then we'd make a little bit of money and then we'd lose even more money and then make a little bit of money and then lose even more money. 
So we just basically stopped doing that because it's kind of uh, insanity. Yeah. So hello, uh, I see here. A few people are joining us. Are joining so. us here, so hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we stopped doing that and I we have been helping people do self-directed RSPs uh, in real estate. And just so you know, we will say our little yeah, disclaimer. disclaimer, we're not so. financial planners and we there are a few caveats that come with this. So first yes. of all, do not lend money to people that you do not know. Yeah, you can't legally <laughs> in Ontario and in most provinces. Uh, it becomes a securities issue. So yeah. you're supposed to lend to family and friends. Yeah, people that you know. So it's really important. So if you want to uh, invest with people that are investing in real estate, you have to get to know them first. You have to build rapport, build a relationship, and make sure, first of all, that you're even comfortable uh, lending money to these people because you can't just lend money to anybody. No, and also borrowers. So I know some people here are listening in and their uh, investors don't borrow from anyone either. So it might that be- That you don't know. <laughs> yeah, that you don't know. So it might or be- Or that very... you don't feel comfortable borrowing with. <laughs> exactly, it might be very exciting. Hey, I have 100,000, would you like to borrow it? And the interest rate is great, the person seems nice, but- The deal can support it. Yeah, the deals can support it and stuff, but maybe there's something there, like maybe the personality clash, who knows? Uh, you don't want a lender that's going to be calling you like, where's my money? What are you doing? You don't want to put yourself in that situation. It has to also be clear. It has to be clearly uh, communicated to the person what you're doing with their money, uh, how long you're going to be using it for, and you have to have an agreement with them. But it really has to be some, with somebody that you know. So it's illegal in Canada to, to lend to a stranger. Um, and Unless they're accredited reason. investors. Yes. And accredited exactly. investors are high net worth individuals. So they're in the top income brackets. Uh, what is it? I think it's 250,000 and up per year. And they probably have a million dollars in liquid funds. So, so they probably won't I don't get, know many uh, of those, unfortunately. <laughs> they probably won't get uh, somebody who's gonna mess them over for uh, an amount. So that's really important. So how we have used RSPs for investing in the past is um, you use uh, self-directed RSPs. So there's a few companies that do that in Canada. Uh, so the person who has the RSPs lends them to you on a property on which you have equity. Yes. So you receive those funds and then you can use it to purchase or to renovate or whatever it is, the second property, and you're paying them interest in, in their, their RSPs. RSPs. So it's all uh, legal, it's all um, above board, above there's board. lawyers involved. There's, yeah, there's a lawyer involved. It's a Maybe second two mortgage. if it's a big amount. Yeah, if it's a big amount, it could be two lawyers. So it's all done above board, like you said, nothing under the table, no shady deals. Shady, <laughs> shady things, and, and that's no, what we've done in the past. Yeah, and no cash in the investor's pocket either, the person lending to you, because we're, we're mostly borrowers, so uh, that person actually, everything, yeah, it's clear, they need to report it, it goes on their income tax, but it's within the RSP bubble, so mm -hmm. they're not taxed right now, it's tax deferred. Oh, as when in, they take it out. Yeah, when they take it out. Like a regular RSP, but it's really a self-directed one that can be used in this case, as we do, to invest in real estate. And it has to be arm's length, so my mom has RSPs, but I can't say, hey mom, would you like to invest? 
you can't. Yeah, it has to be, yeah. So it's called an arm's length second mortgage and it has to be with somebody. It can be with friend or it can be with Family, someone. but cousins, yeah, aunts cousin, and uncles. It can't be with immediate family. So like Francois said, you can't borrow, we can't borrow his mom's RSPs. You can't borrow his. mine. I can't borrow yours. That would be very easy. <laughs> can't borrow our kids because RESPs, we're going to cover that. But again, we can't, that's not possible. Yeah. But I see some of my friends watching here, so let's say you wanted to do business with us, then that is possible because mm -hmm. we're not related and we're not that close, like yes. family-wise. So Exactly. So really to simplify it is that you have self-directed RSPs with a, a accredited company that deals with self-directed RSPs. You put it on a property in which there's equity available to do so, and then those funds are used to either invest in another property or renovate it or whatever and then interest is paid a good interest is yeah. paid on those funds more than usual RSPs some people make good money on RSPs and that's okay but we're mostly um, dealing with people who have not made good money with their RSPs or lost money like we did in the past and they're making double digit interest with us lending RSPs yeah, and again, you can't say, I feel like saying it, it's guaranteed, but no, you can't say that, it's illegal. Yeah, you can't say that it's guaranteed. Yeah, because we're not a bank, Even we're not an institution, so... Yes. Even though it is secured against a property in Canada, and it's gone through all the lawyers, uh, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, all the rules and laws and everything, but it still can't be guaranteed because we're not a bank, we're not an institution. We don't have an offering memorandum and all that fun stuff that I don't know. Mm -hmm. So and that's yes. it. But what I like about one of these passive, uh, what, what I like about this specific passive income is that it is truly passive. You're not doing much. You have no. a little bit of paperwork up at front uh, to put your RSPs into the self-directed RSPs and you have the little bit of work with the lawyers and everything. But after that, it is truly a passive income where you're just sitting back and collecting the interest. Yeah. And then let's say you want money in your pocket. So we're going to cover it a bit more in some other days when we talk about TFSAs, but you can do what's called a maximizer, uh, maximizer strategy. So you can have money 25, like let's say it's, it's a hundred thousand just to make numbers easy, hundred thousand. Then you'd need two lawyers because any mortgages above $50,000, you need one lawyer for each party. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's say you do 50 K in an RSP and 50K in a TFSA. So you have to have that room. The property needs to have the, um, the, the equity. equity. To support you it. can do up to 100% loan to value. So you may need an appraisal to judge that because you can't just say, hey, this is worth a million and <laughs> I got that money in there. Like you might need to back it up with some paperwork. Um, but the maximizer, what's nice is, let's say you're dealing with um, maybe a younger person that yes, they want to save for their future retirement, but they want their money some money in their pocket as well, mm -hmm. is let's say you offer uh, interest, uh, let's use a round figure, 10%, 10% interest. So instead of doing 10 each, uh, 10 in the TFSA, 10 in the um, RSP. RSPs, then you could do a different amount. Like, yeah, you would do five in the RSP, so that's being put away for your retirement, and 15 on the TFSA, which means you're actually putting more money into your TFSA, which is the money that you can touch more freely, as opposed to putting it more in your RSP, uh, which is money that you can't really touch without being um, taxed. Tax. And in the TFSA, it's not taxable. So again, check with your accountant. 
I'm, each person's financial situation yeah, is different. Yeah, you have to do your due diligence and invest with people that you know. So that's yes. really important. Those are the biggest rules. And you'll know with your notice of assessment how much space you have for TFSAs. Uh, I was shocked the other day. I'm like, oh my goodness, I should get into this. <laughs> we have a nice chunk in there that we were not using. But anyway, that's not our strategy personally. But well, not for the time being. But it probably will be later on down the road when we're not... Uh, as active because yes. right now we're really active investors but we're talking about passive income for mm -hmm. those that have a job a career they enjoy um, don't have time to do all this crazy stuff that we do <laughs> no that's it so there there you go that's that's the way and what's nice too is that money um you can put against a property and then you be, you can become an investor so if you have a few properties with equity you don't need to go to a bank it's yes it's a higher interest but if your project is structured the right way Yes. Then you can. And really you shouldn't be buying properties that are so um, uh, so tight, tight on... that you can't support a higher interest in the first place. Yeah, unless it's like our your... personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's normally unless there's like a flip or another. We talk about exit strategies, so normally we look for at least three. Mm -hmm. There's not three. We're not comfortable, and because of this, because you're dealing with higher interest money and you're dealing with other people's money, so the whole OPM thing is fun, but. It's also a responsibility because yes. you want to make sure. I mean, because my you are dealing with other people's money. <laughs> yeah, and usually it's like friends, family, uh, relationships you've built, like business partners and people. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure you're being respectful of that. And yeah, that's what we wanted to share today. Anything else on the RSPs? No. RSPs? RSPs, <clears throat> no. So tomorrow we will be talking a little bit more. So it'll be day four of passive income. We'll be talking more about the whole TFSA and register, other registered funds. So not RSPs, because now we, today we touched about that. And just if anyone is curious about what we do, um, is looking for more information. Uh, Send us a message. We'll be glad. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. We're FL busy. Homes Corp. <laughs> yeah, FL Homes Corp. And we're not on TikTok yet. We should be. But we're getting into Reels and Instagram. So that's fun. I like how he says we. I don't do any of that I am. Stuff. And then Jennifer <laughs> kind of sometimes. And I don't know anything about TikTok. So that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one big thing again, our RSPs is that's tax deferred. Mm -hmm. TFSA is going to be tax. It's like... Um, What's the so it's like a tax bubble. Yeah, it's like a tax um, strategy, but this one is tax deferred. So if you're looking for tax deferrals and to increase your your income on your RRSPs, then real estate could be your, your solution. And I know it's tax season. We're just going through that. We did our corporate taxes. Yes. And now we're working on personal taxes. Yay! Yay. <laughs> it's great. So, so that's it. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye. This episode is brought to you by my client's VA virtual office. So please reach out to Margie and her team and find out more about how a VA, a virtual assistant, can help you grow and scale your business as a real estate investor. Uh, my VA has been instrumental in helping me launch this podcast, help us grow our reach on social media, set appointments, uh, help us stay organized. She's very helpful and always available. And they work at the same time as you do. So even though they're in the Philippines, they work in the same time zone as we do, which is wonderful. So I highly recommend. Check them out, myclientsvavirtualoffice.com. Or you can send me an email, flhomescorp at gmail.com. And I'll be glad to introduce you to Margie and her team.
Thank you. Happy investing. Hello, everyone. Oui, bonjour tout le monde. So, day four of our 14 days of passive income. Yes, and this is another exciting one. It's another one that we use a lot in our real estate investing business. So, uh, registered funds that are not obviously RSPs. We talked about RSPs yesterday. So, how uh, you can use RSPs uh, to invest in real estate. But now you can use TFSAs or en français des CELI. So, mm -hmm. yeah, again, registered funds, but TFSAs, like yesterday, RSPs, that's tax deferral. But TFSAs, they actually help you, like the money you it's make. It's like a tax shelter, I guess. Yeah, it's a tax call? shelter, yeah. So, again, disclaimer, Jennifer. Yes, we are not financial planners. <laughs> no, we're not we're accountants. Not, but we're talking about our experiences, what we've done in the past, and, and how we've helped people with what we know and what we have done. So, we're not uh, financial planners. but Do your due diligence, yes. <laughs> do your own research. Each person's financial background is different. Yes. But for us, like TFSAs, we have some lenders that uh, are lending us TFSAs as a mortgage. So it's very interesting because it, it can be secured against a property. So there are a few things that go around that and you can greatly increase your return on your TFSA. And what's nice about the TFSA is the money you earn on there is not taxable. So it's, yeah, the whole interest. Well, if it's on an RRSP or if it's something else, then it that is taxable. When, well, it'll be taxed when you take your RRSPs out, like like the, the income that you make, well, the interest that you make with your RRSPs presently, if you make any, um, is taxable. So, so what's nice is that space, yeah, non-taxable, mm -hmm. or you can do the maximizer we discussed yesterday. Uh, we can review it quickly. Yeah, so basically, if someone's paying you 10% interest on your money, so half of it is in RRSPs and the other half is in a TFSA, then basically they would be paying you 5% on the RRSPs in your RRSPs and 15% in the TFSA so that you can take more advantage of those readily available funds and maybe have a passive income that you can use readily already. That's it. So And it's not taxable. So mm -hmm. it's not adding more burden to your tax. Because let's say you're already at a fairly high tax bracket. I mean, 50 mm -hmm. or more percent you're already paying, then maybe you want to do the maximizers. You're able to get that um, extra passive income mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, get some money in your RRSPs as well. So take advantage of the tax shelter. So once a few things we wanted to cover today is there are delays. So let's say you have TFSAs right now. You have 10, 20, 50,000 in a TFSA but it's with a bank or a, like a regular institution, then you need to transfer it to Olympia Trust or Community Trust. Yes, yeah, so or they, another company that does it, and they have to be transferred into self-directed uh, funds. Yes, and there is a delay, so mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to cover, is yeah. it can take like four to six weeks to set up the account, and yes, there are fees. So normally what we do is people that lend to us, we pay all the fees, so obviously we don't want you to start paying fees to move your money around to help us out that's that's self like mm -hmm. yeah defeats the purpose of the whole uh, program but if you do uh, have fees there's monthly fees there's a lawyer involved because it is a mortgage if it's uh, more than 50,000 there's two lawyers yeah so i think another thing that would be good to explain to people why would real estate investors want to pay double digit interest 
unregistered funds when interest rates on are mortgages so are so low? Yeah, that's a good question. Why would we want to do that? <laughs> we just want, we just, we're just that generous. We just want to give you money and do whatever you want with no, it. No, but if somebody could be skeptical. I know, I know. I'm just teasing Skeptical who's watching and is wondering, why would somebody want to pay double digits? Like 10%, that 10, sounds yeah, insane. Sounds like a lot of money on a, on a property when interest rates are sometimes as low as 1.5% right now. Exactly. But like investor Mel and Dave, so we were part of their program. They teach, so use OPM, other people's money to invest. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one strategy instead of doing joint ventures. So if you do a joint venture, that's a whole different topic. But yeah. normally, just very simple, it's 50-50. So someone comes in, mm -hmm. puts in the money and credit. The other person uh, puts in the effort and all the work, finds the deal and all that stuff. So it's 50-50. So if you think about it, buying that property costs you 50%. Of all the profits. Of all the profits. So we do joint ventures. We actually believe in them. Uh, we, it's really Love fun. Love doing joint ventures, yes. But just so that we don't get too off topic, the reason why real estate investors are willing to pay double digits on uh, money so that they can uh, invest it into properties is because you're at a point uh, where you have no, no other funds for of your own. Yes. So you have no money. So you either pay that extra uh, interest and obtain the property that's going to make you money or you don't. <laughs> That's it. So it's really cheap and it's less than 50%, like I yeah. mentioned. So it's, it's cheaper than doing a JV in the sense that you're not giving up as much. You probably Equity. will learn more with the JV, but we, yes. don't, we don't want to get into all that because we're talking about passive income. That's but, it. Um, so that's basically it. You have to put some money onto the property. Uh, if someone says that you don't have to put any, it's really not that true. Some some money, something. someone's money, maybe yeah, not your yeah, money. Maybe not but... your money, but you have to put some money into the property yes. somehow. And this is a strategy that we use in order to obtain properties without having to use money because you only have so much. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you can't, it's not. And, and then you do the burr strategy, which is again, another big topic we'll have to cover, but it's in essence a property you buy that's underperforming. You use this money that's a higher interest. Yes, I agree. And you use that money short term, like 12 months, 18 months, or even less, six months, three months, depending mm -hmm. on the deal. Then you refinance with an A lender, a bank, and then you reimburse your bor your lenders. Yes, you have to have an exit, exit strategy. So three when, normally. Yeah, so when people are using registered, well, when investors are using registered funds to invest in real estate, they have to... You have to make sure that you're doing it on the right property. You just can't buy any uh, property and do this strategy because otherwise you'll never be able to pay back the uh, the, lend the, yeah, lender. the, the lender. So yeah, yeah then that's not going to be passive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we are getting a little bit off topic. So yeah. basically the passive income is that you're making a, a higher Double interest. digit return or high, yeah, or single, but like 9%, 8%, yes, huge return. High, higher returns on your money than you would be otherwise. So it's a great stream of passive income. Yes. And you could get that tax shelter if you do the maximizer, all those things. And again, check with your accountant, your mm -hmm. lawyer, and your team. And then any they'll savvy, be able to tell any you. Any savvy accountant or, or should lawyer know. should be able to guide you in that. And again, we don't recommend that you lend money to people that you don't know. Nope. <laughs> No, that's it. Get to know the people and yeah, there's, there's ways like families and friends. So yeah, we can become friends, but that, <laughs> that takes time. You can't become friends over a week. No. So <laughs> it yeah. does take time. Build trust and, and all of that. So, and the same for us as, as borrowers, we want to know who we're borrowing from. So mm -hmm. it's, it's very, very important. important. Yes. So TFSAs, look it up. 
Uh, well, it not is just kind here, of tax but say season. We did talk about. Um, we did mention registered funds. So we we did say TFSAs, but it's also uh, education savings. Uh, yeah, so we'll be covering those registered. more at length oh, in other yeah, I days. It, I thought it was no. all the same day. Okay. No, sorry. you're doing you're doing the François right now. I'm doing the François. Right I am. I'm sorry. She <laughs> said, "Don't tell them about next day," and I, then I I'm being good. I'm not saying anything, and she's starting oh, it because I thought we had changed <laughs> things. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> So yeah, TFSA. So because I think RRSPs are huge, yeah. And right now it's kind of tax season and all that. And then TFSAs again, another big strategy. So normally people look at TFSAs, uh, no RRSPs, TFSAs, and, and then other, they get into other yeah, the funds. Other so funds. All right, we'll talk about that another day. I am doing a France, so I'm sorry about that. That's okay. So That's if you have so... questions, send us a message. Yes. Uh, we'll be able to to help you. But again, it's not like legal advice or anything it's just our experience being shared yeah we love sharing our, our experience and how we have helped people get passive income yeah through, through real estate and we want to help like business owners other people that are struggling right now it's not easy so finding ways to to increase your revenue and not be as dependent on this economy that goes like this so <laughs> yeah we just want you to be more secure and and safe so Anyway, until until tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, what are topic? we talking about? Yeah, yes. yeah. Sorry, this. Book. I was doing the François, and then you don't even know what we're talking about tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow is other the other registered, registered funds. funds. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tomorrow we'll be talking about passive income, other registered funds. So Which there are, are are other registered funds? Think um, about it until tomorrow, guys. Yes. <laughs> what are other registered funds? A big punch. There you go. We'll tell yeah. you tomorrow. <laughs> Some I didn't know, but we're in Ottawa, so that one affects a lot of uh, government workers and and other people. So yes, very positive. They have all that money. They can uh, they can invest. So, so until the next time, have a happy Valentine's Day, and uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow about other registered funds. Yes. Cheers. Bye bye. This episode has been brought to you in part by Shea Ottawa. For all your real estate investing and real estate needs, please call Rachelle Shea from Shea Ottawa, SheaOttawa.com. And she's an amazing realtor. We've been working with Rachelle for a few years now, and she's brought us some many great deals. And she's so calm and patient, and she'll listen to you and show you some crazy properties and <laughs> sit on toilets to make sure they're up to code. Uh, she's just an amazing realtor, very trustworthy. I highly recommend Rachelle Shea. And you can reach her directly at 613-850-3948. 613-850-3948. Or on her website, SheaOttawa.com. S-H-E-A, Ottawa.com. That's it. So when shopping in Ottawa, please call Rachelle. Welcome to day five of yeah, day uh, 14 five. day passive income. I wasn't sure what day it is. Family day. So we've been spending some time with the kids. We've got ice, went for ice cream at Chocolat Favori, which is really good. We played some board games. So we've been having a, a good day. And yes. my daughter's been making us exercise. <laughs> <laughs> to burn off those calories. Yes. Uh, so today we wanted to talk about other types of registered funds. So passive income. Uh, what are other types of uh, registered funds you can use as mortgages? So yes. we've covered RRSPs, yes, TFSAs. TFSAs. So any other registered fund can also be used uh, in the same way. So as a second mortgage on a property. 
and just to explain there are education savings funds and we I'll talk about those a little bit because I think that there's a few things that you have to think about if you're going to use education savings funds as a second mortgage on a property and then there's also liras yeah for so government employees I think it's some sort of pension or investment of some kind so we're not so we don't know those but I know a lot of people in Ottawa and government towns or government employees have access to those funds mm -hmm. and they can be used if they're self-directed liras then they can be used as um, as a second mortgage or third or even first mortgage depending on the deal yes so what I find with education savings funds our son is 17 he's going to college next year it's not really a good time to be using his education savings funds um, in self-directed uh, mortgage yeah. because uh, it's just too soon. He's going to be going to school soon. It's not worth it. And if we knew what we knew now back then... Oh my then, goodness, we would do things. I don't things. think we would have got him <laughs> an education savings fund. I think I would have bought him a duplex. <laughs> yeah, or maybe we would have, but a self-directed one. Uh, so, I don't know, but, but if you already have them, I mean, there's no sense in not uh, taking advantage of the fact. I mean, we've lost money on the kids' education savings plans. And I yeah. think that if we had known earlier on, after we already had them, that we could have done gone this route, then we probably would have used them differently. But imagine though, if we went the self-directed route, you still get the government grant, especially, well, you get the federal, but let's say you live in Quebec and some provinces, they do offer another a government grant. One, yeah, there's yeah. a provincial one, which we got, we were in Quebec for three years, three and a half years. Mm -hmm. So we got that amount which we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. So let's say it was self-directed, then we would still get it. Yeah, that's And true. that you get all the benefits. But if you go through like heritage funds or Knowledge First Financial or those places, uh, again, do your due diligence, but our experience... Was that we lost money. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't so great, so we're not thrilled. But anyway, it's too late, can't go back, but we can yeah. help others maybe yeah. make more informed decision so yeah i agree with you just buying a building outright and then using the cash flow to pay for tuition over the lifespan think about that 18 years later they would have made much more money yeah 20 let's say we put in 25,000 back back in the day 25k would have been a nice deposit on and a building on a duplex that would have uh... and in 2006 you didn't need to do 20% down on rentals You could do five or zero. Oh, that's right, too. Yeah, anyway. Zero. Imagine that. Now we're getting Probably off worth topic. a million. <laughs> like we do it every day. But anyway, just to say that um, even education savings funds, if it's a, a good time, um, like if you, if you still have quite a bit of time for your child's going to school, that is something that can be put into a self-directed education savings plan and which can be used uh, to invest in real estate. So speak to your financial planner. Uh, make sure it's a... A financial planner that is, how do you call them? They're, um, they're fee-based. So they're not uh, through Sun Life or some other company. They're independent. That way they're able to help you actually make a real financial plan. Make an educated decision about your education savings. That, exactly. Because <laughs> otherwise it's all the fees. that The fees kill you. Like um, mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Knowledge First Financial, I think it was like $600 just to set up the account. Mm -hmm. So the first while you're just contributing to fees. So it's fun paying for fees, I guess, to some people, but I, I don't personally <laughs> enjoy it. If you do enjoy paying just for fees, well, let me know and I'll charge you something. I don't mind. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but seriously, no. we like to get good value. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the people 
they mean well, but it's just the way it's structured. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm talking to a financial planner and he explained something very interesting uh, to me. So it is a bit off topic, but the law of 72. So this is a, the number you take uh, divided by the percentage. This is how long it's going to take to double your money. So let's say you're getting 1% interest. It's going to take 72 years to double your money. But, and then banks, um, example, I can't remember the exact numbers, but let's say you put 10,000 in a bank account and it's going to double in 72 years. Uh, the bank during those 72 years is making huge income off of it. So Yeah, of course. That's why they're the bank. <laughs> it, I can't remember the exact calculation, but it was something like you'd end up with 40000 and mm -hmm. the bank ends up with 600000 in profit with the $10,000 you put in. Mm -hmm. So also, also, the other thing I found, like we have knowledge first, obviously, and we have had other education savings plans for the kids. Yeah. But we've never really been able to get a solid and clear answer how much money are we actually making off of the money that you we can't. put? No one knows. In? It's a mystery. We're just going to find it at the end. When it's too when late. it's kind of late. What, what kind of returns are we making? Are we making any returns? Like it just seems to go down. It doesn't seem to go up. Yeah. But they keep saying that we're going to be making money, but they can't really say how much. So that's one other thing that I don't like particularly about that option for the no. kids is just because it's not clear what they're going to have when they actually get to go to school. Whereas I find I could calculate myself with a real estate investment, how much money I would have by the time if they were still babies, I wish they were still babies. <laughs> but if they were still babies, how much I would have Think had the by diapers. the time. Yeah, maybe not anymore. <laughs> but how much I would have had by the time that they were 18 yeah. for them to go to college. It would have been an easy calculation for me to do. Um, yeah, you do charts and the yeah. building's going to start at this price and appreciate and then you're going like to be able to pull out. You can't guess at all, but you get a pretty darn good idea. Whereas with uh, education savings plans, I have no clue. No, no clue. <laughs> so we, we're just, yeah, we kind of gave up. But again, going back to passive income. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is one way you can earn some pa income passively is mm -hmm. lending it out and it's for your kids or yeah. Lira's that's that's your retirement plan or retirement fund of some sort exactly so again passive income and then if you do going back to the maximizer strategy some of it in the Lira or whatever and TFSA I'm not too sure if that is possible but if you want cash in your pockets today then that's the option the TFSA again so. yeah exactly so yeah. I think that we've totally covered registered funds. Yes, Do you no know what more. we're talking about tomorrow? No, I don't have my book handy. Oh, okay. I should have. But that's okay. Well, we will surprise you all about what we're talking tomorrow, but we're still going to be talking about passive income. Oh, I know what it is now. Oh, okay. Lines of credit. Lines of credit. So a okay. lot of people say I have no money, but you'll find out you actually do. You have other people's money that you can yeah, lend. The banks. <laughs> yes. And the bank really is our money in a way, so... Yes, you might as well make good use of your money that's in the bank. <laughs> yes, or oh. not in the bank. I see Jacqueline Gascon is watching. Salut Jacqueline. Bonjour. <laughs> so anyway, until tomorrow, I uh, hope everyone's enjoying the rest of their family day. Yes. And uh, That's it, passive uh, income. Passive Send income. us your ideas <laughs> if you have other suggestions. Uh, we're going to go through, like I said, it's 14 different ideas. So we've covered five now. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe we'll keep going. We'll see how it goes. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed this series of 
audio clips and that you learned and stay tuned we're gonna have a series it's 14 days so this was only five days and then we keep recording you can also follow us on our youtube channel facebook instagram so look us up fl underscore homes underscore corp so fl homes corp and we're active all over social media including linkedin as well and on podcasts so we hope to hear from you send us a message we'd love to to hear from you your thoughts feedback and that's it so enjoy passive income take care